Welcome, everyone, to episode 39 of the Post 20 Podcast. My name is Evan. I'm joined tonight by two of my co-hosts, Matt and Trevor. <clears throat> We're back after uh, Matt addressed the nation uh, by himself uh, last last week. So, um, what's up, guys? One of my best performances ever. It was a great performance. It truly yeah. was. It was such a short amount of time, dude. I got so many points across. That was because we weren't bogging you down. I know, dude. It was just like, (laughs) it was like a Gatling gun, dude. You just held the, I just held the trigger down. It just went. Just spray the shit out of everything. Pray and spray. I like it. It was beautiful. It was a born and raised. It was a wonderful, it's a wonderful, (laughs) uh, wonderful podcast. I'm I'm glad that you continued our 39 week unbeaten or 38 week. It was last week. Uh, (laughs) unbeaten streak we've yet to miss a week still true i think our one year anniversary will be around the 50th if i'm not wrong well yeah i mean it would be it'd be 52 weeks from the first week right Mm -hmm. i'm gonna just i'm just gonna take a step back real quick (laughs) yeah (laughs) that that is that is how time works sorry Um, I, i barely passed the third grade um the whole time thing when is like when will it have been? When did we start? Like November? The sixth of January. Fifth or sixth of De- no, December. Oh uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was late in the. Uh, and we even got through the holiday period work. without missing one. Yeah, we, we recorded in advance, like one or two. Because it was all about consistency back then. Yeah, and then when that was when the juices were flowing and everybody was like hype. Everybody was like really new into it. And it was like let's fucking go, boys. And then we lost our yeah. our sweet fallen comrade Wade. And it's Wade. turned it, the show's turned in exactly to what he didn't want it to. Yeah, I know it's a sports podcast, and we'll talk about <laughs> other stuff. I I think like right now though we're not doing anything else. Like there's nothing else really happening. We're all pretty much home and working. So when we're home, right now, we watch sports. Be, and... Yeah. Right now might be the time for a comedic appeal to start making its, building its foundation into the podcast. <laughs> yeah, since, since sports are like teetering and tottering. Yeah. When you but, just start writing fucking skits to perform on the podcast. We'll do, five, we'll do five <laughs> minute sets each and everybody has to vote which was the best. Five minute, five minute rehearsed sets? Yeah, you do. You get one or two, maybe three jokes in there. We'll and, see what happens. And each week they vote on it. See you at the best set. Hell yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that too. Or we could even just record ourselves doing the set and we put it on the IGTV. True. It's like last comic standing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's such a throwback, dude. I remember they would have remember them in like, shit? yeah, in like stadiums and it'd be like everybody would be in front of a crowd and you get booed yeah. off or some shit. Well, they went. So I remember the one Ralphie May did yeah. way back in the day. Yep, he did it. I guess you go in front of judges first in order to like to break the qualifiers, quote unquote. Yeah, and then you do it in front of like a live, uh, live audience, and then they like you know they give you the thumbs up or thumbs down to like till you make it to the next round. So that was a good show, though. I remember that was definitely all that. A good watch. A comedian who yeah. I used to watch his podcast, uh, Lachlan Patterson, his name was like that was the last year that I won or that I watched it, and he didn't oh, win. Yeah. He I think he came in like second or third. Some other guy won. Rodman, who I literally have never heard of since. Yeah, who are some of the? That's the thing I mean, other than Ralph, yeah, other than Ralph, I mean, like who were some of the other big names that came out of that show? I think there was like, God, like I'm trying to remember. Didn't Greg Giraldo? Um, 
wasn't he like one of the guys that came out of that? Let me I mean, see. that's like way long ago. I know that. Oh, I mean, Alonzo, no, 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 Alonzo no. Bodden. I know who that is. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias definitely did. No, nah, he wasn't on. He wasn't on last comic standing. Oh, he wasn't. No. Oh, okay. Um, the, you know, the only other you know popular. What, uh, Go ahead. I was just gonna say, one person, big dark horse that would go on there, and I think would kill. Love our ball. You think so? Ooh. Just the, ball. Uh, not even because he's funny, just because of what comes out of his mouth. How outrageous these claims he makes are. Yeah. In the in those themselves, his comedy. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, like about um, last comic standing, and the same with like uh, America or America's Got Talent and American Idol and all that shit is. Most of the times, the most popular comedians, that, like that, end up being you know professionally successful aren't the ones that win like the guy that won season one his name was i agree with that dat fan yeah, or dot dot fawn he i guess he's probably like vietnamese yep there you go vietnamese um so he's yeah. popular but like not nearly as popular as ralphie may was r.i.p um, right yeah really or just believe he's dead the other one who was this oh eliza schlesinger she's she's popular now she won a couple of years ago but like there was other people that were that played in her year that were that are arguably better comics, I would say. Yeah, yeah. But I I think it's well, I mean, comics nowadays versus comics like way back when. I'm talking back towards like Rodney Dangerfield, yeah, uh, Jonathan Winters, mm-hmm. uh, freaking a young, young Robin Williams. Yep. Like, picture that, you know, back when Whoa. he was doing like Mork and Mindy. Yeah, yeah, that long Whoa. ago. Like, total different ball game because they're trying to. I, I think they they have a different class nowadays. How uh, far? Of, um, you mentioned Robin Williams. How far into his career was he when he did oh. Good Goodwill Hunting? Oh, deep, deep oh, into his was, career. Uh, he was deep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, uh, I wasn't sure of the time framing of that. He wasn't that young when he did that. With, okay. Uh, Matt, uh, yeah. Because I know Matt Damon was really young, but... He was... Oh, my God, yeah. R- Robin Williams was doing fucking stand-up in, like... I think he's from San Francisco or, like, around there. Was he doing, like, the 70s? Yeah, man, like, mid-70s. And then okay. Good- Goodwill like Hunting sense. wasn't until, like, 94, I think. Yeah, it was so, like mid late nineties. Yeah, he he was he was really something else. He was an absolute fucking treasure. Because I he watched that probably, earlier this year, and that movie slaps. It's so good. I want to say he was probably maybe in his late. I, I mean, he looks like he's in his forties, maybe early fifties. Yeah, 50s. yeah. He looked pretty decent. Yeah. He looked pretty mid-40s decent. Forties, probably. Yeah, he could get away with being looking like he's thirty in there if I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he developed. Favorite, Oh my bad. He he developed like the the guy I said earlier, Jonathan Winters. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys remember him. Yep. He did. Um, he was an older guy, but he was he developed a relationship with uh, Robin Williams when he was like when Robin was pretty young, like probably in his mid to early twenties, and like throughout his life too. And you know, Jonathan got old and unfortunately he passed away. Um, but if you watch him on Johnny Carson. Oh Dude, man! You'll piss your pants. It yeah. is hilarious. He's got this subtle, this subtle uh, kind of old timer humor, but <laughs> get into it. It's, it's 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 comical. I mean, he does a good job. Mm-hmm. Facts. 
Yeah. Um, what was I going to say about Robin Williams? I forget. Oh, I have... Uh, I actually have one of his stand-up albums on, on vinyl. It's it's back from, from the 70s, 80s. Because um, that's how they used to... Like, like People don't buy comedy al- albums anymore, obviously. Like, um, you, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, you would watch a special, right? So, yeah. so I have all of these old Cosby and George Carlin... And Robin Williams, like albums, what they used to do is record the sets, and then based on what part of your set, like you, you know, let's say there's a there's a part of the set where it's a joke about an airplane, that that track would be called Airplane. So it, it's it's super cool. Um, but man, he he was funny. He, even some of his his stand up from the from the early '80s, late '70s stands up now. Like it's still that funny. His delivery was was unbelievable. R.P. Yeah. To a fucking legend. It's hard to get that kind of crowd mass, I think. I mean, if you look at it, the one, yeah, the one show I think he did in New York, um, I, I think it was at, uh, I think it was at Madison Square, could be wrong. But, dude, so many people. Oh my God. Just hundreds. I mean, almost close to thousands, almost. Yeah. Of people that come out to see him just do what he does. So. That's a level of respect hard to obtain. Mm-hmm. Another man on that level in sports. LeBron Lionel James. Messi. Oh, okay. No, fuck that guy. Oh, boy. Lionel Messi moving on from Barcelona to greener pastures. Or should I say... Well, I don't know if they're greener. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said it. But Grayer. going back to something that back in its day was considered the most successful times in his career was with Pep Guardiola. Yeah, and where does he work? He does work in Manchester, and it seems he works like in that... Manchester for a team in blue, and that's where he said he wants to go. Yeah, I saw reports also today, maybe or late last night. Potentially, Messi was on the phone with Neymar, and they that. were talking about linking up in PSG. I saw that, which financially would not make sense. But could you imagine a front three of Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe? Yeah, but you know what, Matt? Even PSG, who have so much money, I don't think they have the money or the prospects to get Neymar or to get Messi. I just don't. Even at this stage in his career, I don't think it makes financial sense for the future of the club. And the guys that run that club are smarter than that. Yeah, it's not a good investment for them. Meanwhile, City are still... I think it's better for City because... It's that what they're trying to do, or what people have said it, it it's trying to be is a three year deal with Manchester City. Yeah. So play three years in the Premier League, and into or after that final year on his contract, he will go to New York City, yeah. which is their sister or affiliate club in the MLS, and he'll finish his career there for a year or two, or however yeah. long he decides. Which I think is a good move for him personally. I do too. He gets a new challenge. He gets to make claim that he's the best of all time because he's played his whole career in Spain. Now, for the first time, he's playing in a different league, which is the most televised league, which is huge for Messi because La Liga, over the past five to ten years, we haven't been able to watch on TV. It's hard. The only only time you watch is the Champions League. You have to have be in sports, dude, and I fucking had it. And let me just tell you, I watched a lot of those games, and they are not the best. The production's terrible compared to how NBC does it. It's so bad. 
NBC, ESPN, like they all do. Even ESPN for the MLS, it's decent productions. Better yeah. than that. We're spoiled with NBC, though. Really that's, that's all Disney, though. I mean, that's all Disney money. Like, just yeah. pop it into ESPN if you think about it. Yep. Of course, they're going to have, like, high-value, like, production and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, touching on Messi, though, how many... Between between you guys, like how many years do you think he has left in him? Dude, he could put he could five. he could be effective for another ten. He has five good years left. So five, okay. I mean, Ronaldo, on the other hand, has openly said he will play until he's like forty two, and he's thirty five now, thirty four. Yeah, don't you think Messi has another? He, he's. I think he has a winning five years left in him. He easily could play until he's like forty-five. Yeah, and get paid that's why I say. That's why I say because 10. of who he is. Yeah. Oh, money isn't the issue. I mean, like, I'm sure he's got enough money to buy his own country right now. But like, oh, he's he does. I, I'm sure, like, you know, that's not finance. Financial, like, is that? That's not even like in his mind right now. Like, yeah. he's just like worried about like, all right, how much more time do I want to put on the field? He wants to win. I mean, he's he's a he's a winner. That's he wants to win, and I think. Which Set, is good mentality. Yeah, of course. S- setting yourself up to go to the Premier League and play alongside, you know, Sergio Aguero is his countryman. So whether Messi plays on the wing or they play two up top, like it could be unbelievable. And I think right now the value, especially one coming out of COVID and two knocking off Liverpool, if they could knock off Liverpool, beat them both times this year and win the Premier League, this Premier League, this year's Premier League trophy is worth so much more than any trophy in the past 10 years. Because Liverpool is a giant. It's a huge move for City, but at the same time, they're putting so much pressure on themselves. Because every game they go into, you're expecting a 5-0 win. 5-0, 5-0, because of oh, their attack. Know. But they have not improved their defense. No, their defense they, is they, they're looking to sell John Stones. They're losing Eric Garcia. He wants to go back to Barcelona. Yeah. Their only their only true center back they have is Laporte, and he makes mistakes on occasion. And they they have an aging, rusting Fernandinho back there who's not a true center back. No, he's a CDM. So like they may get into like games like how Liverpool in the past has been like four threes and five fours. It's time to bump the young kids. That's all. You have to bump them up. They and... need to do what Chelsea did. I mean, Chelsea was forced into it, but they need to like look into their younger guys in the academy. Yeah. Well, I mean, look though, like Tamori's good. I mean, they're talking about loaning him him out for some reason. I don't know why, but they're gonna loan him out. They bought that Maling Sar. They're gonna loan him yeah. immediately. So they're only gonna keep they're gonna keep Tiago Silva, Christensen, Rudiger, and probably Zuma. Those will be your four guys back there. I mean, they're 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 developed. That's you know, you're gonna have three developed center backs. So they're the oldest guys there. Whether they play with wing backs and keep the three center backs. No, Frank doesn't want. He wants a flat four. Yeah. That's why he's looking to get rid of Emerson and Alonso because well, they they're wing backs. They're both fucking sh- pretty shit, too. That's I mean, why he went with Chilwell. But even though, like, for Chilwell, 50 they, million, dude. Unreal. Yeah, they're paying 50 and, like, I think it's up to 60 or 65 in incentives. In maybe it could stuff. be wrong. Yeah. But he's going to be out for the first six weeks. He's also not even, he's not worth close to 50 million. But in today's market, that's equivalent uh, yeah. to like past twenty, maybe. Yeah, you're right. That that's that's true. It just like blows my mind as as time goes on. Like you keep saying that fees get higher and higher and higher, and I mean, Arsenal had to get rid of some of their people that are on their board and and directors because they paid seventy two seventy four million for fucking yeah. Pepe. Like 
that that's obviously inflated. Something happened there. That, but going back to the messy conversation, like you're talking about fees and that, and that's the main thing holding up the deal from being completed is the legal aspect of it. So every or in Messi's contract, there's a release clause of $730 million that a club has to pay to, to get the rights to talk to it. Almost a billion dollars. That's, that's worth more than 95% of organi- like sports organizations. Yeah. Like very right. few organizations are even worth that much. I know. And, that, and then that's on top of what they have to pay him weekly. So he, he's probably going to get paid like 500 grand a week. Oh, minimum. I think Aguero is almost at that. I think yeah. he makes like almost 370 around four. So, mm-hmm. so, but yeah. in his contract, Trevor, and to mm-hmm. listeners, if you don't know already, every year for the, in his most recent deal for the last three years, at the end of each season, he can decide to leave without having a club pay that transfer clause. Yeah. So he could leave for free and the club makes zero money on him. Though they're taking him but to court not- over that. But they're yeah. not paying for the transfer, so that's good for the club, and it's that's why the club drew up that clause. Really, is what you're saying? Well, well I, no, it's bad. It's bad for them because if he leaves for free, they make zero money on him, which nothing. is insane. But but they're the, not paying that transfer fee. You're saying? Which no, I no, 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 no. So Man City would have to pay Barcelona seven hundred thirty million dollars to talk to him if it was the middle of the season. Or any other time that uh, wasn't the end. But once the season's over, he can decide. Oh, I'm going to leave. I'm gonna leave, and I'm gonna if I'm gonna um, activate this clause. Yeah, but oh, well, that's giving mm-hmm. him like the bigger hand. I mean, that's giving him the bigger hand of uh, decision making. Then, so he exactly. has all the power. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but right now the legal issue is when I said at the end of the season, which technically is June, but since COVID happened, the season was extended until August. So there's a big legal issue going on right now, whether yeah. it's, it's fair gray. for him to use that clause or not. Yeah, it's a gray area right now. But right. but Messi will win that. I mean, he he's going to win. Yeah, it, It's not worth it resource-wise for Barcelona to fight him on this because he's already openly stated that he doesn't want to play for the club anymore. And and, and to me, it's one of those things, it, it doesn't feel real because uh, we grew up, uh, for as long as I can remember, Barcelona it has been, it's messy FC. That's what it is, truly. No matter how many other good players have gone through the system, and, and there's been quite a few, Barcelona is nothing without Messi. Absolutely nothing. Um, one more thing. The storyline, potential storyline. Messi, Manchester City, Cristiano Ronaldo goes back to Manchester United. Oh, that'd be so good. You have the biggest Manchester derby in history happen. Messi v. Ronaldo. Oh my god. That'd be intense. I would pay everything Ronaldo, I own Ronaldo to be in the city. Yeah, because the two Manchester teams are rivals, and Ronaldo and Messi are technically rivals competing to be the best player in history. Wait, wait, is Pogba, is Pogba, is he still playing for Man U? Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, you have so many like, and he, and with Messi going to Man City, that only makes more people want to go to Man City now. So that just put a huge, big threat level on the Premier League for like teams like Liverpool and basically every other team in the freaking Chelsea or in the uh, Premier League. Yeah. Now they have to work even harder to keep up with Man City. Man City are going to be the if once Messi goes, or in, Man U. Be if 
Well, if if Ronaldo goes with Man U, like you just said, yeah. Well, we're just we're just saying that would be cool, but yeah. he, he, oh. I don't think he's gonna go there. No. Oh, okay. He'll he'll just go to the MLS probably once he's done in Italy. If yeah. he does go there, I'll shit my pants. But who knows? Something could change in a year. Well, I mean, they have Fernandez there. That's his boy, dude. Countryman. Yeah. Oh, who that knows? would be so 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 fire to watch. Oh, and then um, you talked about Aguero because yeah. Messi's. Signature numbers ten. Yeah, he took it out of his description on Twitter. Aguero did. Yeah. Oh shit! So what number is he gonna be? Because Jesus is nine. Is he gonna take Jesus? Hey, there, there's. So wait, I wanted to talk about this actually quickly before we move on. This is such huge news. I mean, of course we we had to dedicate some time to it. Um, of course. Apparently, there's talk that Garcia, um, as well as. Gabriel Jesus, and there's one other player who I forget. They're talking about packaging them up, sending them to Barca, and then paying the rest in cash for for Messi to seeing like to see if they can get him as a, yeah, a at a better if, deal. If they, yeah, if they have to pay something, yeah. So they're not going to worry about they're not going to worry about uh, about Jesus. I don't think, but that's kind of criminal because he's he's really really good. He's talented. Second half of the season, he was their only striker because Aguero was hurt again. I think it's really bold to put all their eggs in the you know aging Aguero and aging Messi basket. But if it pans out, it could be some of the best football we've seen in the Premier League in, in years. It's it's short term success, and that's what all the big clubs are after. Yeah, well, if they can beat knock the shit out of Liverpool for two seasons and let them go back down to earth, and then everybody's on a decently level playing field again, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Because I'm tired of watching Liverpool dominate. I think a lot of fans would like to see that. I'm already tired of that shit. I'm already tired of listening to fucking Liverpool fans, too. Very tired. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. All right, um, moving on. What do you think, new topic? I got, yeah. I got something I'd like to throw in the, throw in the mix. Go ahead. Um, yes. if, if it, uh, I know it's not sports-related, but I think, I think a lot of people would like to uh, hear the uh, opinionated view of the... Comeback of the Sam Adams Oktoberfest beer for those. Oh yes, fan, the, for the fans of the Sam Adams Brewing Company, I'd like to give my honest review. My taste buds uh, are dancing right now. Recently, just had uh, a high improvement from last year. A big improvement from last year. I'd say about a thousand percent more because you can taste a lot better. The, the 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 grain I, it was either the grain or I don't know if it was the grain or the extract might have been different hops they used but much better last year was too sweet it was too sweet it was too it was uh, it was it was almost like a stout you know oh so big improvement from last year hmm. I don't I know I know well I mean you you guys you know. You guys like vary between like different drinks, but I'm like a soul beer drinker, so this was like a big moment for me to find out the uh, reveal of uh, this year's Oktoberfest, considering all the shit that's going on. So that was like a that was like my one of my positive vibes of the week. So also, go ahead. I'll go. Go ahead. Go ahead. They change the recipe each year. Correct. Oh, I didn't know that. Correct. Interesting. Yeah. Along with along with like their other signature. Uh, like yeah, the, the seasonals. Ale, they just had, the seasonals, they all changed. So yeah. the summer ale they had this past summer, I, I'd say that was good. I mean, I'll sip it on that majority of the summer. You know, it was always uh, just a good beer to have, like whether it was like for lunch or just like an after work beer or whatever it was. 
Yeah. Um, not too citrusy. Um, personally, I'm like not huge into citrusy beers, but oh, I love that. I mean, as far as like, yeah, I mean, like from a brewer's sense, you want to appeal to everyone's taste buds. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you're gonna have like a hoppy, maybe IPA, uh, maybe like a dark seasonal fall beer. Um, and then you obviously want to have something uh, fruity or citrusy for those who are like into that or like you know more uh, a lot a lot more uh, women I'd say are like into the uh, citrusy type beer sure. um, or into the lighter ones. Um, but yeah, no, that was uh, definitely uplifting to realize that they have a good one out this year. So fall is looking up right now, along with every other fall beer that will be uh, soon presenting itself back in the liquor stores here hopefully i'd say i mean actually it's pretty early to for them to release the Oktoberfest um in this year but i'm guessing they're doing it considering all the shit that's going on yeah but uh like you know i mean like all the ones that uh come back into flux like uh i don't know if you guys ever had pumpkin that's like the uh, yeah yeah i have high high percentage yeah if you if you have one of those i mean you're good for like hours because that'll That'll put you on your ass, but I mean that's like one of the signature uh, fall beers to like spice. You know, re- you really taste that dense spice in it. You know, I had that's one of those like... with uh, cinnamon on the rim. Ooh, cinnamon sugar on the rim. <laughs> it was fucking good. That'll do it. it that's really that's good. Fall. That's like fall a in a bottle. Cereal. Yeah, really. But uh, tomorrow morning, today's Friday, so tomorrow Saturday morning, early tomorrow, I will be brewing my own beer. This really? Is, uh, yes. Yeah. I was just up in uh, recently up at a local uh, beer co shop, um, where you, you know you can really like buy all all your own supplies like grain, hops, yeah. extract, um, yeast, and uh, you know like all the like fil- the filtration stuff or all the tubes and buckets and everything you need. So I was up there earlier this week, and tomorrow morning I will be fully um, focusing all my. Uh, interest on brewing beer tomorrow you have a rig all set up or no well i'm going it's yeah so i basically i'm just using like a normal like big uh like pasta type kettle pot um just over the stove um not doing i might later down the line i might uh invest like in an outdoor um burner of some sort yeah propane burner and then just you know do it outside rather so it's not like you know my you know smell up inside or like getting stains inside but uh yeah no i got all the equipment i need for it nice and, uh it's just gonna be it's just gonna be a standard ipa you gotta so, you gotta fill it in a if if it's even possible you gotta fill it in like a mini keg type of container so you can put it in your mini keg tap like a sixthal i guess the one at home well no a sixthal oh, no, sixth would be a step up from a, yeah that's a yeah. That's a, mini a torpedo keg. keg. Yeah, torpedo. A torpedo keg. Yeah, that's that's like yeah, that's like another like. And speaking of which, they sell. I, I recently my um, sister got for me like this past uh, holiday. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I forget. I'm I'm not gonna put the name brand on blast. But if you get one of these torpedo keg taps, so to speak, they only sell certain off-brand beers for it so you're not going to be able to buy like any of the beers you're looking for for it yeah. and like i saw some of the reviews online and they're kind of edgy so yeah kind of like... a questionable questionable gift to buy um 
But uh, yeah, it's it's no, I'm I'm going all in tomorrow. So Mike, I'm ready to do it. I'm right. probably going to also invest in a kegerator as well because I'm honestly kicking myself that I don't have one right now. Yeah, so much that's a worth just for a beer one. drinker. That's that's so worth it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So I was at this dude the shop. Oh my god, it was incredible. Yeah, it was, a, it was a beer lover's heaven. They got everything you need. So it's cool. I basically I spent like a little over like I mean close to like 140, 150 bucks like on the whole beginner setup. Yeah. But uh, it's gonna be the fermenting process takes about fifteen days. Yeah, it's a long process. Yeah, yeah, but the end is so worth it. So. This is my first, uh, this is me breaking the ice right now, though. So I'm like, you know, all my focus is honed in on this activity. The DIY stuff is cool, man. I've, I've been, uh, I've been making my own pizza dough and like making my own pizzas at home, chefing them up in like a cast iron. I have a whole rig, whole situation. The DIY stuff's fun, man. That's, that's what quarantine has like, I think made us all look inward a little bit yeah for, for certain shit yeah, yeah. and dude let me tell you the first I, I i fucked up quite a few times and even with the beer you may find that, <laughs> that the first one is kind of fucked um but like once you start to perfect your your process it's super rewarding absolutely 100 yeah. percent. we'll have to have pizza and fucking homemade uh homemade beer yeah maybe oh, at our awesome. maybe at our first uh reunion pod Ooh. Oh, that'll be good. It'd be lovely. That already sounds good. Do you do the uh, what do you use like sourdough when you do the dough? No, so I'm or not. I'm not like... using a sourdough starter. I use the double O tipo flour, um, and there's a specific like hydration recipe um, that I use. Gotcha. A little bit of honey, but you know you got to let your stuff sit for a while. Um, yeah, a couple days, and then I I just do them in a cast iron with. I mean I oil the dough a little bit. You got to let it sit. Mm-hmm. The day before you're using it, you got a three cheese right, blend right. that I have figured out. It's not, it's oh, nice. not cheese isn't too wet. You got to make sure you have nice low moisture moths. It's, I don't know, it's, it's enjoyable. I mean, it's, it's stressful nice, when you're man. trying to, when you don't have a full kitchen, it's stressful, but it's cool. Yeah. I've seen, uh, I mean, a couple guys, um, I, I know that like have their own pizza ovens at, at their house and yeah. like, I mean, they're doing that like every day. Yeah, of course. Just, like, really obsessed with it, man. It's it's pretty cool. I love like, it too. If I had one, I would do it every day, and it'd be fat as fuck. Hmm. Oh, Trevor disappeared. What did I? Oh, now you're just super quiet. <laughs> Maybe that's our cue to to end the show. Um. Yeah, you're super quiet now. Uh. Last topic, real quick. Just want to shout out Fall Fall Guys. True, hitting hitting over seven million downloads. One of the most popular upcoming games. Um, made for six year olds, but grown ass men are playing it and breaking controllers over. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it doesn't turn into something where, like Fortnite or Call of Duty, where people are just buying shit over and over. And then, like, they'll put in-game stats where you can track your wins, and then all the sweat lords will become even sweatier. They're already there, though. <laughs> the game is already so sweaty. They're at that. All the. 
Oh, man. I think that's just where gaming is now. It's like you have to be a sweat lord to play. That's just how you play. Yeah. I um, I actually bought. Or I'm using like the EA access for Madden, like the ten yeah. hours. Oh, you did. Yeah, and I played one game online, and a guy had Saquon and some like ninety Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And like five hundred dollars in those count. And I literally was like, I played one game. I literally threw two passes, got picked, like pick six both times. And I was like, mm, yep, I'm done. That's it. <laughs> that game is so fucking AIDS. Madden is so AIDS. So bad. Also, also made by EA Sports. Yeah. I can't wait for FIFA. Electronic Arts. Yep. Electronic Arts. October 6th or even October 1st. We're going to do a fucking Ultimate Team streams. Honestly, yeah, Co-op the Twitch, the Twitch streams got to be popping. Get yeah. the gaming content. Well, Cause Cause gonna come out too. We can get that. We can get Trevor in on those. True. If it's a duos thing, we can get the uh, the third commentating. Oh, beautiful! We, uh, not cut out, Trev. Fuck. <laughs> Pain. All right. Other than that, um. Have a great weekend if you're listening to this during the week. Hopefully, you have a nice week during work or during online classes or whatever you have going on in your life. Yep. If you're a drug dealer, go do your drug dealing. I don't care. <laughs> um, Are you advocating for drug dealing on here? What? Oof. Oof. Bad people luck got... for the sponsors. Yeah, yeah. I think the people, the people grassroots level respect it. Oh, they do. I agree. I respect it. We're a grassroots podcast. We so. truly are in the dirt still. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, follow us at Post Twenty Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, there will be content coming out very soon. Been slacking the the lowest or the highest amount of slacking coming from yours truly. No, we're um, not slacking. That, it is that will it is. be a, that will be making a change. Um, uh, what else? SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. That's where you can listen to our beautiful voices and what content we want to talk about. If there's any content you want to hear us talk about, make sure you hit us up on our socials. Once again, at Post20Pod. And other than that, anything else you guys want to add? No. You hear me? Kind of. Close us out, Trevor. Send us out. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Hear me normally. I'm sorry I'm shouting. We'll see you next week for episode 40. Bye, guys. More beer.